Hi there, it's February 22nd, 2024. Welcome to episode 311 of Rook. I'm Gian Gomeshi. Hello to you from Toronto. Salam Dustan Aziz. Durud Bashama. Hope you are doing well wherever you are tuning in from around the world. It's no secret that we increasingly live in a world where we are necessarily skeptical about the authenticity of images that we consume. Some of this is due to straight up deception, falsified information, even political, military, or national attempts at distorting reality. But what about on a more personal level? How much can you trust what you see in your Instagram feed? And should it matter? Should authenticity matter? Back in the day, by which I mean, say, 25 years ago, the advent of digital cameras allowed us to suddenly take more photos than we did when we were beholden to expensive film reels. But we were still hostage to whatever appeared on the screen. A lousy photo could not be changed or augmented or adapted unless you were some kind of creative graphic artist or an animator. For most of us, we lived with photos and videos that included extra weight on our face, dodgy lighting, imperfect physiques, or bleak backgrounds. Well, today, as we all know, it's a different world. Filters and photo editing apps have enabled us to change the way our images appear in any manner we wish and to win the clicks and love of our followers based on what we post, no matter the truth, if you will, of the presentation. Of course, there is a creative element to this. It's fun to change images and use colors and graphics and editing and AI to mess with the photos and videos we take. Never in history has it been so easy to present a different version of ourselves. And on some level, that can feel artistic and be downright empowering. But today we ask, are Instagram filters and social media picture filters in general a good thing? Beyond creativity, self-exploration, and even confidence that can derive from filters, what about the downsides? Can we possibly dispute the negative elements of creating distortions of reality, the perpetuation of stereotypes, and the normalization of perfectionism when it comes to beauty? Is there something to be said for the impact of self-perception, erosion of authenticity, and influence of social norms that may not be so positive? To be sure, the issues around Instagram filters are not limited to Iranians at all, but it may be a fair bet to say Iranians love using filters. So today we ask the question, are Instagram filters a good thing? And we've got an excellent panel with Kusha Alakband in LA, Shirin Nasiri in the UK, and Pega and myself here in the Toronto studio, ready to debate. Here we go. Let's get started. Good to have you with us. Strap yourself in. This is Rook, episode 311. Are Instagram filters a good thing? back in the Rook studio and Smart Pega is back in the Rook studio. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Step into your microphone. Don't be shy. <laughs> it's been a it's been a little while I've forgotten. Well, yeah, it's your bi-weekly sickness. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, you weren't here last week. 
but I'm so happy to see you. Thank you. It's good to be back. And uh, really looking forward to the great filters debate. Me too, actually. I don't know if it'll be a debate or a discussion or a, um, a, a meditation. Or, <laughs> uh, 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 I think there will be some debate. There's, y- There's got to be. I mean, there's debates over which filters to use at the very least, right? Two of my favorite humans, favorite mammals. Uh, <laughs> Mammals. I don't know how they'll feel about that. Yeah, I mean, the way, okay. it, any whatever species. You started good with the whole Kusha and she, Kusha in L.A. Shirin mm-hmm. in the U.K. Um, I, you know, I, I, they're both thoughtful. Mm-hmm. They both think about imagery, and they they both have experience in being on camera and video. And, and, and I mean, Kusha's a photographer. Shirin was on right. TV for years, uh, but they're both active in social media. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know their official positions on filters. I don't even know how much they use filters. We'll find out. But I thought that they would be you know, interesting for this panel. For sure. And um, I, I want to explore, we're going to talk about the, the positives and negatives, just just announcing that we're going to do this. There's clearly a divide. The audience has mm-hmm. a lot of opinions about this. Um, and some of the, some people are really on the negative side. They, you know, I would never use that stuff. It's not real. And then some say, what do you, calm down. This mm-hmm. is... This is life. This is fun. This is what's the big deal. Why Why not look at good pictures of each other? And that we've been doing versions of filters. Exactly. <laughs> throughout the ages, whether it's uh, makeup or, or whatever, uh, facial augmentation, whatever we do to, to make ourselves look mm-hmm. better. Speaking of which... Um, <laughs> My week, what a disaster. I, I, you know, I woke up on Sunday, on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was trimming my facial hair. Okay. The facial hair oh, that I'm so I, glad you're going to explain what happened because I've been dying to know what well, led I know to this decision. You don't even believe that men should ever not have facial hair. I do not. I, you, uh, to me, I'm no longer a to, I'm, to I'm you, talking to a different person right I'm now. no longer a man know. to you. I am a... I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but... What, uh, so I... I woke up, you know, I was like uh, trimming my mm-hmm. facial hair and I thought, um, you know, why don't I just shave it off? It's been a long time. It's been eight years officially. And even before that, there was like a little period where I had a shaven face. And then before that, I had facial hair. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time, like so long that my dog, Oogie, <laughs> when greeting me after I shaved my face. He like, didn't was, know who you were. He did know who, like dogs can, you know, there's a lot of, of things course. going on with dogs. They, you know, the scent, there's a, you know, the feel, touch, whatever. He knew it was me, but he was kind of like, he cocked his head, French bulldog style, you what know. like possessed you to make this Dad, decision? what's going on? What's happened? Has someone done this to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, and, and Oogie is younger. I mean, he's about to turn six. Wow. He's younger than my facial hair was. <laughs> So, you know, so it's a, anyway, I mean, I did it and I knew this was going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. I knew as soon as I did it, I would have some misgivings. Like I'd wonder, you know, was this the right thing to do? Um, And, uh, and how do you feel? Was it the right thing to do? Well, let me tell you, I posted a couple of photos, Mm -hmm. which of course has its, uh, positives and negatives. Did you use a filter? As we segue, I did not use any filters. Would that I knew how to, first of all, who, Someone needs to teach me the filters. <laughs> like I need to, I need to learn. I, I really don't even know on Instagram what the how to do the thing to get the filters. So right. I, I, and I'm really I. When it comes to me, I mean, I may, I'm going to make some grandiose statements probably against filters today, Uh-oh. but but I would use them in a second if I knew how to. Probably, <laughs> uh, no, I posted without filters. I mm-hmm. put these photos. Now, um, 
first of all, I should say before I did that, I texted these photos of myself. Like I took a cup, I took some photos of myself. I took mm-hmm. like 15 photos. Trust me, the ones I posted are the best of 15. Okay. Right? They're not like, you know, it's not like that was the first photo. So, and I sent them to my ex-girlfriend, my most recent like long-term relationship that I had. And her reaction was, oh, like literally the first response was, oh, wow, what made you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Which was just like, oh my God, what? And I was like, so you don't like it? And she said, no, 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 no. I mean, you look much younger. And Mm -hmm. I have to say that the mass majority, so then I put them on Instagram and said, okay, you know, I'm gonna out myself, also because I knew videos are gonna start coming out of me doing interviews or whatever without the facial hair, and people are, so I figured I'd get ahead of that and put a photo of myself and say, look, this is the new version for now, you know, I can grow this back (laughs) in a couple weeks. yes. Yeah, and uh, and I also wanted to see, you know, take the the temperature, you Mm -hmm. know, see, uh, do the exit polls, right? And um, I mean, people have been very kind, which I don't think, which I think is nonsense. I mean, it's kind of like any time you do something, mm-hmm. if you know, if you dyed your hair blonde and put a photo of yourself, people would probably like it because they'd, they'd be like, oh, she's done something, you know, right, we have to right. support her. So, but in the comments, there were a lot of people saying, and I could tell some people were like adamant, like, yes, no rich, no facial <laughs> hair, good for you. Sirus, our, you know, Kurosh, whatever, like our history, you know, is clean faces or, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, people were saying all kinds of things. <laughs> but the statements. But the overriding thing was, you look much younger, mm-hmm. right? Which, by the way, I don't see. I, I agree, actually, you do. That I look younger? Yeah. No, everybody's, to me, it's a desire. Like, I look at myself, I don't think I look younger. I think I look exposed. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> I see, like, my wrinkles under my face or, like, like the jowls. It's not like I you had hair under your eyes. I like. know, I know. But somehow, I to me, I look, but no, the, people have been very, right. now, I think people are complimenting me by saying, wow, you look 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a, if you go on my feed, 90% of the comments are, ah, oh, you look a decade, you look 20 years. I don't know if it's a compliment. And here's here's the okay. thing. We are so conditioned to think that anything younger mm. is better, right? But is it? Like, is You're it asking be- the wrong person because my stance on what men should look like is, first of all, is old, is older, <laughs> facial hair, salt and pepper. Right, like right, those right. are these are my preferences. Right, so you're right. definitely asking the wrong person. Well, if, well I, yeah. And like asking my ex-girlfriend was the wrong person, too, apparently. <laughs> it was just like, um, yeah, will, will, will this grow back? Like, is this a condition now? Or, you know, she actually said, um, did someone tell you to do this? <laughs> But, but anyway, I thought you just had like an unfortunate shaving accident or something where you oh were my shaving. God. No, and then... I listen. I don't hate it. I'm okay. not going to lie. That's good. I don't hate it. It does feel that that exposition, that feeling of like being more exposed, mm-hmm. is actually kind of liberating. It's like, hey, yeah, this is me, man. This is my For face, sure. and it is nice that people think I I look young. Mm-hmm. But but I don't necessarily think younger means better, and hotter. Somewhere. You know, okay. and that's the thing. I mean, that's like, I, I want to, I don't, at the end of the day, you want to look good. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you look old or young or whatever. So anyway, this is, but now let me tell you, there has been a litany, a litany, a parade, an, a, 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 a waterfall, a, a, okay. a rush of bearded men, Persian icons. Oh, don't tell me that are all shaving. They're contacting me okay. and I am not kidding. Contacting me going, you know, maybe I'm going to do this. Oh dear now. God. 
What they have you started, Gian? First of all, not everybody agrees with you. By the I know. Way. Even most, in our team, Super P was like. Most people don't agree with me, actually. Super P's on team no reach. No I know. Reach, yeah. I know. Uh, but but I knew I knew like I was I was like oh Peg is gonna hate this. <laughs> <laughs> let alone, you know, anybody that I've dated that apparently doesn't want to see me anymore. Now, the, the, there has been a litany. So, Shah Rukh, Mushkin Kalam, the mm-hmm. fa- fabulous artist dancer, yeah. says he has now this week shaven his face. Oh, wow. Behzad Balur, oh, wow. the man okay. of the beard, the BBC pres- ex-BBC presenter, fabulous artist, uh, television personality, has contacted me saying, maybe I'm going to do this as well. And and <laughs> and I've got to tell you, I do. There is something against the grain I like about it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the '80s, for example, clean faces—that was right. what was in. So at that point, having facial hair made you either anachronistic, like you're a throwback, mm-hmm. or you're a progressive. You're doing something that others right. are not doing. We live in an era where everyone has fucking facial hair. Mm-hmm. That was part of the reason I shaved. Like when every football player has facial hair, you know, it's not. A cool alternative thing <laughs> to have facial hair. It's like the thing now. Maybe like it's just because they've all realized everybody it looks on Love good. Is Blind has a facial hair. You know, like so. This is kind of going the other way. Right. Let's go clean. Let's see what happens. Well, the good thing is you can grow it back. Oh. It's <laughs> and even growing it back is a disaster because the first three f- few days mm-hmm. you just look tired and like unshaven. Like it doesn't look like you don't immediately immediately look like you have right. like tahrish. You know, you it's know like there's a, there's Instagram filters that you can use to put on a beard. <laughs> Perfect segue. Hey, I should just mention before we get to our panel. Uh, last week you weren't here. You missed Navon was here. Yes. It was lovely to have him on the show. He had some great perspectives. He's got this new record Mesliqable. Mm-hmm. I want to do a shout out to it because it comes out tomorrow his new record you want to check out Navon's new record also if you're in the greater Toronto area he has his album release here in Toronto uh, on March 1st I guess that's a week from Friday mm-hmm. at the Bathurst Arts Centers check out Navon also in the coming days on Rook Sara Nayani she of the incredible yes. voice Chapal uh, Chapare I believe with no facial hair <laughs> a, a, a Persian icon who does not have facial Shahram has the facial hair yes right Shahbal, I don't think. I don't think Rocks, so No, yeah. Um, the artist Mobina Nuri, who is in uh, L.A. now, mm-hmm. she is this amazing, dynamic, multidisciplinary artist uh, that is so originally from Esfahan, mm-hmm. um, got her PhD in London, now in the States. She's amazing. Thrilled to have her on. And Nima Behnoud, the mastermind behind yes. Nimani, right. is going to be in our studio next week uh, very exciting for, and you know what the, the, the title of that episode is going to be what I'm really excited about this because I'm going to I've talked to Nima about mm-hmm. the focus of it and he's into this are Persians inside Iran are people inside Iran I should say mm-hmm. more fashionable yes he's going to argue yes I would agree which is with so him. interesting right given all the challenges mm-hmm. in Iran he his argument is in in the diaspora, Iranians are still caught up in brand loving, enamored of the Gucci, the mm-hmm. status, sartorial status uh, idea, and that in Iran, perhaps as we've often seen that creativity is bred in suppressive societies exactly. or repressed, that that is where the fashion is actually happening. So mm-hmm. Nima Behnud Nimani on the show next week. We'll talk really about that. Really looking forward and to that. And his journey, yeah. 
We are coming to you on rookmedia.com, and it's there that you can link to all of our platforms. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, CastBox. If you'd like to see some visuals with Rook, switch over to YouTube right now. And if you like your Rook descriptions and bulletins in English and in Farsi, check us out on Telegram. Remember, you can support what we do on Rook by going to our website, rookmedia.com, and becoming a Rook member on our Patreon page. I should also mention, we're going to do a big announcement in the next uh, maybe yes. in the next few episodes about our next Rook, Rook Live shows. Yeah. So we look forward to that. All right. Let's get to our discussion for this episode. Are Instagram filters a good thing? What are the implications of social media photo and video filters? And are they making us healthier or not? As a society, I've got Pega here, of course. Let's introduce our two other esteemed roundtable panelists. They are both returning champions. She is an acclaimed professional photographer who is also a monologist and a social media influencer. She has gained prominence as the host and creator of, creator of her widely followed Instagram account under her name. Please welcome Kusha Alakband. Hello, Kusha. Hi, Zion. Hi, Kusha. <laughs> How are you today? Well, I'm very happy to have you on the program for this discussion. Uh, and happy to be here. Thank you so much for doing this. And she is an Iranian-British TV presenter, producer, social media influencer, and mental health coach. Welcome back, Shirin Nasiri. Hi, Shirin. Hi, Jian. How are you? Good to see you again. Uh, good to see you, too. I'm so happy to have both of you here. And um, I don't know if you guys were listening in, but it's been an epic week of... Uh, Facial hair, non-facial hair, filters, non-filters. Uh, uh, Kusha, you've got a. Are you giving a thumbs up? Uh, I I think you look a lot younger, Jian. I'm with Peg on this one. I I prefer yes. facial hair on men <laughs> in, in general. You told me this looks good. You told you told me but to keep this. But you look this. great. You posted these pictures. Oh. You look awesome. You look a lot it, it younger. See, this is fresh. what I'm talking about. You look it younger, change is but a good thing. Change is a good thing. I just happen to agree with Peg on this one. That it, I just think facial hair looks really great on most men. Well, Thank a, you. Well, well, then why yeah. wouldn't you tell me to keep it? Well, we, we grow I, back. Well, first of all, I didn't know that you shaved your facial hair. <laughs> no, you specifically said no. It, it, you said came. I texted you, and you said no, no, no. You, hold on. You're, after a few weeks, it you're looks get used great. To, right. Wait, it looks amazing. I think the change is a good thing. I think it's only hair. It can grow back. You can keep it for a little bit. You know, change right. things up a little bit. Thank if you, you don't like it, you can always go back. I think you look great. I Thank think you. you look hipper, she younger, cleaner. Thank you. You look great. Sheeran, I don't even want to know what you do. I really <laughs> no, don't. No, on the contrary, you want to know what I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I, I have two questions. Uh, I was listening to your conversation <laughs> with Pega, and I took notes. I have two questions. Yes, First yeah. of all, why on earth would you... Ask your ex-girlfriend oh. a question like that. Like, and then second, you did not say, I mean, Pega asked it. You did not say why you did it. Mm -hmm. oh. These are my two questions. Then Good I question. want to go to my next point is that, for example, people now I, I cut my hair short after years. Yes. People have their opinions. Some people find it really cool stay beautiful some people say it's really bad no go back yes i love it it's that that's what matters do you love it that's it uh i see so you you no matter what people say you're you love your short hair you're rocking it 
I feel great, mm. yes. I think the jury's out for me on my, why did I do it? You know, honestly, um, I do facial hair in case you guys didn't know. Let me, I, I'm the only male on the <laughs> panel. Let me tell you about men and facial hair. Sometimes we grow facial hair because we think it, helps us if we have a chubby face we if we have a if we've gained weight or something like that um so you'll often see larger men you know or people who have rounder faces or whatever will grow facial hair uh, i'm not sure it always works that way but it helps with some kind of definition and i have recently like for the last six um, number of months now been working out fastidiously I've lost some weight I feel good I feel energized and so part of it was that was I was thinking you know there's been times in the recent years when I wouldn't do this but now I feel like I'm comfortable enough I'll be okay with my face if I if I shave sometimes you just want to know what's underneath there you know it's like <laughs> what's gonna happen if I like I was thrilled to find out my skin is actually not so bad you know like I, who knows what's under there right um, and um, and yeah it was it was just kind of a spontaneous let me let me see how it feels what it feels like there are times in my life in my adult life when I've not had facial hair and I sometimes look back at those photos and I think I really like it so this was something and I do know that it also depends on like when I you have to kind of change your hair a little bit when I when I, right now it's it's cold in Toronto I don't have any sun you know I might when th there's going to be things that help the the, the non-facial hair look not to go this deep into this I, you, know, you asked me the question so so anyway I I I think maybe but I have to say the well, over the overwhelming response younger, um, younger kinder you look oh. kind oh. You see, that's why my ex doesn't like it. Oh, Who okay. wants a kind person? I mean, that's... <laughs> they've lost... Oh, Who wants a young, kind person? Do really? people want... Ed? No, I'm jo I joke. I kid. I kid. Eddie. I asked my ex because I still care about her a lot. And, and, and of course, and, uh, and maybe too much because <laughs> her opinion really drove me down. Really drove me down, man. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I, I kind of like it actually. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I sort of like it. And, and it's wonderful to get a bunch of compliments. So I got like 90% of the people, there's been some people who've gone, no, bring back the reach. But I have to say that most people, and for every person that, like you, Pega, that mm -hmm. says you prefer men with, there are people who really don't oh, like absolutely. facial hair. I'm sure. Who are just like not attracted to it so that's good you know. i am very happy that at least someone else on this panel is is siding with me though is, so thank you, Pusha. you. Totally, all the way <laughs> all right let's get to our uh the reason for bringing uh, this esteemed group of people together are instagram filters a good thing what are the implications of social media photo and video filters uh, I thought we would start this. Um, I have some specific questions I'm going to be asking you guys and ask you to agree or disagree on um, with respect to the positives and the negatives of Instagram filters. But I thought we'd just start off with everybody getting a, a, a moment to mm -hmm. to give a general thought to kick things off. Give me a one one minute or less opening about your feelings on social media filters, on Instagram filters in a very general way. Let's start with you, Pekka. Um, I think, first off, I think there's a distinction between talking about adults versus talking about kids or teens who are now on social media. Um, I think as adults, we all know and we're aware to a certain extent of how harmful these filters or um, augmented reality things on social media can be. And 
the truth is, I think almost all of us are guilty of using them at some point or another. Um, they're very similar to any other form of enhancement, whether it's makeup or plastic surgery or anything else. I think with those as well, as adults, we know that there are some pros and cons to using all of those. And I think with filters in particular, because of the accessibility of it, um, as long as we're mindful of how we're using it and how often we're using it and what we're portraying to people when we use these filters, um, I think partly it's okay. Okay. Uh, thank you. A little over a minute, I think. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Kusha, to you. I tend to agree with Pega. As a mother of two teenagers, I often worry about how the stream use of filters affects my children. But having said that, I'm a professional photographer and I like the aesthetics. And I think that um, everything, as long as it's balanced and used in the right way, can be okay. So you can use, you know, as long as nothing's done, to, nothing's too extreme. I don't have a problem with it. Shireen? Um. I would uh, uh, say no. I kind of want to disagree with, not not disagree with what Pega said. She said, as adults, to some extent, we know that filters uh, can. They, I mean, these things can be harmful and stuff. I think it's it's the fault is on adults. To be honest with you, uh, no, adults don't know the extent of harm it's causing. Like I, uh, most of people they use these filters are adults. Like they they mm -hmm. fit into the category of adults, but they misuse it, abuse it, in my uh, opinion. All right, uh, let me throw out a couple of more general. That's, uh, that's good. That's we got the sort of lay of the land there. Um, and I'm I think I'm more on uh, based on what's been said. I I think I agree with you, Shireen. That uh, and I if I were to fall in any direction at the beginning of this conversation at least maybe you guys can convince me otherwise I would say I I mean I, I'm also someone who just thinks the internet in general has not been a successful uh, journey but uh, but I, I I think these filters can be very damaging or deleterious but um, let me ask a couple of general questions before we get to um, the specific questions I want to get you guys to agree or disagree on my hypothesis has been that while this is far from being an Iranian-specific kind of issue, Iranians tend to like and use filters. And I know we could spend five episodes on this alone, but just to ask you, why do you think that is, Kusha? I don't think Iranians tend to use filters more than any other race. We're just focusing on Iranians more. I see a lot of my friends that are you know, from different races and they're overusing and misusing as she invited. I actually really agree with Sheen on that point about misuse and overuse. But I see it with everyone. I don't think it's an Iranian problem. Okay. You I just think that we are we just focus more on Iranians because we're in this, you know, we're in this space. Okay. Uh that's not been my experience in terms of the, if I were to judge my Iranian friends versus my non-Iranian friends in terms of the-, the But I'm the, in Southern California, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we should separate people from Southern California of whatever a background from- I'm in Orange from, County, what do I know? <laughs> um, Shireen, the same question, do you, do you feel like- uh, Yeah, I, I also don't think that it's uh, Iranians use it more than other people. Uh, again, I see people using filters everywhere, like especially with TikTok, uh, since TikTok has come in, uh, there most of people use uh, filters. Uh, I think with Iranians, what I, want, uh, what I would say we use the most is 
we don't need filters. The filters are with come with injections. And We've already done surgery. all the filtering. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. You don't need the filter that makes your nose look smaller since you've had four surgeries already. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, when, when, when did you start seeing the widespread use of filters? In other words, um, uh, not. I mean, I, I don't know if care about the facts and figures, but when did you really start noticing this? Pega, start with you. Um, I think I really started to notice it during the pandemic when there was a, a huge rush of people kind of using social media and um, video content more, if you will. Um, that's when I really noticed it. And just going back to your last question, I think as opposed to saying Iranians or Persians use the filters more, I would say it's the demographics. So slightly younger demographics, potentially, um, you know, depending on age or what they're doing online, I think that has a bigger impact. So if you're a content creator or you're using social media more, probably that would be what I By would slightly younger, you mean men in their 50s <laughs> who... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Let's um, let's get to an agree and disagree uh, game here that I've developed. This is this is where I'm going to give. I'm going to. I've written a number of little statements that are um, versions of truisms that are on either side of this debate, and I'm going to throw them to you guys, and you can agree or disagree, and then we'll have a conversation about it, uh, almost like American presidential debate style. Here. So, so let's start off with something positive. Uh, here's a little paragraph I've written, self-exploration and identity. This is on the plus side of Instagram filters. Filters can facilitate self-exploration and experimentation with different looks and styles. They can empower individuals to explore aspects of their identity, such as gender expression or cultural heritage, in a safe and playful manner, fostering self-discovery and acceptance. Self-exploration and identity. Kusha, do you agree? Uh, not really, not really. I mean, not really. Can you go to the other next person? And I'll think about that. Sure, sure, sure. Because uh, I, I just, I just feel like that kind of sounds like a cop house. It sounds like a little bit of an excuse. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's just a very deep explanation for something that's very superficial and. Um, so, so the idea that this is, um, that, I mean, you as a photographer too, that, that, that this is a way that someone can explore their identity, um, their, their cultural heritage or do the, do this in a playful and a manner of self-discovery is, is that it's kind of bullshit to you. It just doesn't make sense to me. Shirin? It just doesn't make sense. It sounds kind of like uh, the I, I can understand why Kusha says it doesn't make sense to her. I guess that um, maybe Kusha hasn't seen the variety, the spectrum that filters come in. Um, whereas, uh, yeah, so like I can make an example to just say I agree, Jian, why? Because filters do not limit to beauty filters. Uh, for instance, uh, just today I was uh, look, going through like TikTok and I saw this person using this filter and I loved it because I could try my hair in red <laughs> and that was a filter. Right. Or this, there's a TV show in England called Glow Up and it's for makeup artists, it's competition. And one of the competition, like one of the episodes was for the like these people in that uh, show to design a filter for Instagram for users that would let them express themselves like a drag kind of thing. Right, right, right. So there you go. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's, and and somebody can teach me the filter to grow back my facial hair without growing back my <laughs> facial hair. Um, Pega, um, I think in the most idealistic sense, I would agree with that. But um, for most get closer to your mic, please. Yeah, general yeah. users, I would say no. I think I agree with Kusha that it's a cop out. I think people are Thank more you, vain. <laughs> Um, these are these are not necessarily my opinions, by the way. You, you're, you're welcome to all disagree without offending me. Okay. I could just stay Although close Shirin to you. Although Shirin does have a, she had great points. I'm not going to disagree with mm -hmm. Shirin either, but thanks, Pega. Oh, the amount of love so far. <laughs> it started it's, with the yeah. facial hair. See, now yeah. we know. You guys aligned. Well, it makes yeah. sense. Um, let me try some another one here that uh, not so positive. Distortion of reality. Instagram filters can distort reality by altering facial features, skin tone, body proportions. This distortion blurs the line between authentic self-representation and digitally enhanced personas, potentially leading to a disconnect between users online and offline identities. Pega. Strongly agree with this. Um, I think that Definitely that's the case. I mean, there have been numerous studies done that have shown that um, the use of filters have become one of the leading causes of depression, of decline in self-confidence and body dysmorphia. So, of course, I would have to agree with this one. So, um, okay. So, so uh, uh, Shirin, let me get you to respond to that. Uh, I agree in one word, but if I want to elaborate, the, the thing is that even what bothers me is uh, with with certain filters. Uh, if we if we go into the like definition of the classic, like uh, typical definition of beauty, even the people who check that that box, if they use the filters, they will then don't they won't like their original face mm. so it's crazy um i can i can i go on or you want no me no to please finish? go on i mean I, there's no yeah please, please elaborate Sorry, I, just, I just want to again make an example to say that like uh, if there is this filter that make your face like square and like with a lot of pimples and the things and all of that and there was this trend that happening so you use this filter for 10 seconds, you look at yourself with that extreme in uh, quote unquote ugliness and then take that filter off and look at your original self and you suddenly see, oh my God, this beauty prince and princess who this is. Yeah. So that's how it does it other way around. You know what I mean? You know, let me, um, uh, let me, I, I don't know how much the agree disagree game is working, but but, but let me let me bring in what I was going to say as one of the follows uh, another statement because it's the yin and yang of what we just talked about in, in terms of distortion of reality, empowerment and confidence. For some users, filters can be a source of empowerment and confidence by enhancing their appearance in a way that aligns with their self perception. Individuals may feel more comfortable sharing their photos and engaging with others on social media. So where is the line, Kusha? between that empowerment and confidence, unless you totally disagree with that, and the distortion of reality that can be deleterious? I think that just like we step out of the house and we put on the lipstick or we fix our hair, it's nice to make subtle changes just to look cleaner, just for our Im images to look cleaner. 
But I think that a lot of people, again, to quote Shirin, they really misuse these filters. I see these Persian girls that are 5'2", 5'3". They take their legs and they elongate it. Listen, I'm 5'10", and I have really long legs, and my legs don't look as long as these girls do on Instagram. You know, this is not this is not okay. It's not normal because everyone's looking at these images, thinking, "Why don't I look like this? Why don't I have a waistline like this? Why are my..." And you look at this girl. I see her at Starbucks, and her legs are short. So this is a problem, you know. And my daughter sees it. I'm five ten, and I look at these girls, and I'm like, "God, my legs are aren't this long." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. I don't know so much about empowerment. I think we give ourselves a false sense that we look great and we post those pictures, but at the same time, we're making everyone else feel really, really bad about themselves because we, they get into this trap of comparison. And it's just not real. It's not real. So uh, I, I, I really have a problem with people, you know, distorting their images. I think there's a, there's, it's nice when you, again, you have a little filter as a photographer, you know, I've used filter where you, you, know, you clean up little, you know, runaway hair, you know, hair, or you clean up the face just a little bit, but to actually re refigure, uh, what is it, re, um, what's the word? Reconfigure? Heck up. Thank you, reconfigure it. Everything is just, to me, is ridiculous. And plus, I wouldn't want to be that person where I use filters so much, where when I go outside, people say, oh my God, that's her? She doesn't look like her pictures. But, but it sounds like you're saying yes to filters, but not in excess. But then, so then it becomes a gradation of how much filter you should or should use. Just like use. everything else in well, life. Who decides like that? Every... Who decides what's okay and not okay? I just think that you just have to have a lot of people. Nobody decides. I mean, it's just we have to use our own discretion. Mm -hmm. We have to use our own discretion, have some sort of a discernment to know, you know, and that's people just, and, and that's how people are, it's different. They, it's just, they kind of, right. they have to use discernment. Some people have it, some people don't. Pega, let me call you out, because you, you just said the distortion of reality mm -hmm. thing, you fully, you strongly agree that this is an issue. It's a, the, um, can distort facial features, skin tone, body proportions, et cetera, yeah. and that can be, can, can be problematic, can be damaging. Um, you started this whole conversation saying we already do filters in all kinds of other ways, mm -hmm. um, you know, plastic surgery or or makeup or augmentation or you know, um, Botox. I don't know what. It, so mm -hmm. um, so why pick on Instagram filters? Are all those? Uh, I mean, are are they not all? distortions of reality as well then mm -hmm. i think you know it's been mentioned a couple of times i think sheeran mentioned at first that it was the misuse of these things that's that's number one and number two i think you know instagram filters or snapchat filters or whatever application you're looking at it's so much more accessible than you know plastic surgery or um whatever else may be the case even with makeup you know it takes time for you to actually apply your makeup whereas you just open up your camera on these applications and within you know half a second you've got a filter on your face and it looks like you have full glam but that's great that's uh, really helpful for someone a busy person like me who mm -hmm. also needs to create videos on a daily basis i yeah. don't want to yeah. put on makeup every day and most of my videos um one filter does the job i'm mm -hmm. happy with that like i am like i am at home no filter on and i make my i make a video 
which uh, is has a filter on but then again i'm not misusing it well, or i'm not using those exactly, exaggerated yeah. filters and i think that's exactly. the thing is that there that's where you draw the line is that you know for someone like yourself or any other content creator out there this is a tool and you're using mm. it in order to advance what it is that you're doing right but then exactly. when you get into the situation where you're using it every single day or like kusha said you're extending your limbs to the point where they're you know you're falsifying your image to that extent that's where i think you draw the line and that's where we get into things like body dysmorphia and the lack of self-confidence well, uh, and issues let me get into the but i mean I was just on the point about erosion of authenticity because mm -hmm. that that was going to be one of my agree disagrees um you know we all i mean I, i've said this on the show a number of times that and i and i i kind of obsessively think about it in life i think about how future generations like mm -hmm. kusha your kids or, or people who or, or you know my nephew it's a, uh, I mean or even people who are gen alpha the ones who are like 10 years old now how are they going to know who they're about to meet for a coffee like how are between between filters and augmentation and photo editing apps and AI we haven't even got I mean you know within mm -hmm. the next couple of years forget filters are going to be an anachronism it's just going to be like oh let me press a button and AI will make me something and, and and the 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 delta between what we present as our online persona and what people see when they meet us uh, I mean I I have had a personal experience where um, I was following someone I was quite a fan of somebody who uh, she was putting up these videos all the time um, and then when I got to meet her in person it wasn't a romantic thing or anything but I was I, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, you don't look anything like what these videos that you make." And so, there is a question around authenticity of that. Like, who am I meeting? Who is this this person? And is that okay? What What are your thoughts on that, Shirin? Um, I think I don't think we should um, blame them blame the people who are misusing or abusing the filters um, the blame is on industries or whoever organizations or people who value beauty to some like in a certain way uh, if a person is ex like extending the length of their legs so much imagine how they're feeling about themselves like they're feeling shit about themselves. That's why they're doing it. Um, if somebody is doing that extreme, there's so many filters on their faces with all the Botoxes and injections and etc. in real life, again, a filter on. Imagine how bad, how much they hate themselves looking into mirror or something. So what that tells me is that person is not confident that person does not have self-esteem or self-confidence then then it's up to you whether it affects you uh, if they are not confident then you make a decision for example if you go on a date blind date or first date and your person your uh, the person comes to meet you is different completely you shouldn't date them anymore because 
they're not confident unless you want to date someone who's not confident. But your so that's my opinion. Your empathy or sympathy for for those folks is empathy, uh, uh, empathy is is well placed and beautiful. But where what about misrepresentation? I mean, you know, if somebody's selling themselves, a guy is showing you he's a, he's a certain thing, and then you meet them for a business, okay. meet, you know. Yes, go ahead. That's not right. That's not right. Um, but then, um, as 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 Kusha also said, never ever in history of life, uh, you can just say what's good or bad or stop something from happening, uh, prevent something from happening. These things are. It's just it's just me who has to take care just- of myself and have my you know, boundaries and stuff like values. That's it. Kusha. Um, yeah, I just think that it's going to happen. There's no way of stopping it. You know, my children are going to have to be exposed to this, but you know what? They're adaptable and they'll find ways to adjust to it. I think, I think, I hope. Uh, one thing that she did say that brought up something for me is, um, I've often experienced, I, you know, in my Instagram stories, actually I've done it less and less. It's funny, the last six months I've almost gone with no filters. For some reason I've all of a sudden decided, oh, you know, I can just kind of not, not, not do it, whatever. It is what it is. This is it. But I occasionally do use them in the morning when I'm really, my face is puffy or like I'm going to work out or it's just not a good look and I don't want to really make everyone scared, right? Um, but sometimes the feedback is, and, and I, by the way, I use a filter that's very subtle just to kind of clean up a little bit. And sometimes I'll get a feedback like, oh, you know, you claim to be so self-confident, but using that filter shows how insecure you are, mm. right? And that actually is such a trigger. I, you know, that's something I need to work on if it's a trigger. But, but at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? I always think that especially with women women are the ones that say that guys don't care but you know i always think like you know us women as a lot of us like to think we're feminists or you know we're pro-woman and isn't feminism about having the right to choose you know having the right to choose and when i get up in the morning i might want to use a filter without judgment from some other person it's just funny how everyone jumps on the bandwagon and just assumes that you lack confidence or that you feel like you're not enough. I'm just a very vain person. I was brought up by a very vain mother. We just <laughs> like to look really good when we go outside. We like to put our lipstick on. We like but to sometimes, dress well. but, but but sometimes it doesn't look good. And not, I'm not talking about you necessarily. But but no, um, no, no, that's okay. Some, but sometimes, you know like you, you look at someone, you go in the same way you would react to someone who's done so much plastic surgery they've altered their beautiful face and you kind of go why are you doing that you don't need to do that and that's the reaction i have sometimes with these filters where i kind of go dude what what, what's going on with this there's like you know like you don't even look like a human yeah that's different i'm just talking about i'm i'm talking from my personal experience using very very subtle filters if anyone's seen my stories they can agree I, it, it doesn't change my face around at all. It doesn't even change the coloring that much. All I know is I look in that iPhone, I look in the mirror and I look a lot better than when I put that. I, I don't know what happens in that process, but I look like so Can bad. I but, 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 the, yes, but, but, I, the, I, I want to say something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Instagrams, when you look at your phone camera on your the camera of your phone, open it, 
that shows you a different person mm -hmm. than what Instagram does. Yes, Instagram on like purpose health. makes you, the quality of your skin becomes worse. <laughs> so you use filters, same as TikTok. Okay, so I, let me let me ask you about um, Pega. Did you have anything to say about yeah, the authenticity I just, piece? I, w I want to jump in. Um, Shirin mentioned something that that I have to disagree with. Um, you mentioned that you know we can't blame people for their use or misuse of it, but I really think that we can. I think you know again, and I'm and I'm only focusing on adults because I think when you look at teenagers or, or kids, it's a whole different ball game. But when we're talking about adults, we are all aware of the fact that you know we are putting these filters on it's a choice like like kusha said you know sometimes you might wake up in the morning and you just want something to soften your skin a little bit because you've had you know a you're, you have a puffy face a or something night. a rough <laughs> night exactly but then when you're putting these filters where it's enhancing your features to the point that you don't look like yourself i honestly can't say that i know anyone who does that and doesn't realize that they're doing it i think it's a choice that they're making so and I don't disagree with that choice. I mean, to each his own, right? But I think we it's hard to put the blame on anyone other than the individual who's using it when we're aware. On Shirin, you probably want to respond to that, right? It's no. okay. Okay. Let me let me let me bring up something. Uh, here's another agree disagree, but let me bring this up and and put it to all of you because um, because if if the confession around the table is that everybody's used filters in one way or another. Um, the impact on self-perception. So first of all, this is, I mean, this is what I wrote. Constant exposure to filtered images can distort individual self-perception, leading them to believe that their natural appearance is inferior or inadequate. This can contribute to negative body image and self-esteem issues, especially among young people who are more susceptible to societal influences. Now, I, uh, I'll use a personal example because I, I honestly, I'm not even, I, I honestly don't know how to use Instagram filters. I don't know where where they are on, on Instagram. I don't, so I've never used those, these filters, but, uh, and I've never used filters in, in, in general, but I do know on my iPhone thing, when I take a photo, you can press the thing and, and you can go vivid or dramatic dark or that kind of thing. So I, somebody like, five years ago said, whenever you take a photo, just add vivid to it, you know, and it'll look good. And so I do that, right? I, oftentimes I'll put, I'll take a photo of myself and then I'll put vivid and, you know, to put it to like half 50% vivid. And one of the things that the vivid That's thing, different. it doesn't change anything, but it, but it somehow, um, uh, erases some of the like like it makes the photo more vivid so you're not seeing as many lines and stuff mm -hmm. you know so I get used to so so for me that's like something I always do I put the vivid thing on and then that's put it a there. filter in itself and then well what, what I'm going where I'm going with this is sometimes I look in the mirror and I go Jesus like <laughs> what my face like uh, you know I there's all these little spots or whatever that I don't <laughs> notice when I do the filter thing so my uh -huh. So the impact on my self-perception is is even with that little thing is you know is is kind of profound to a certain extent. It's affecting me now. If I were going and doing stuff where my nose gets smaller, God, please teach me how to do that, or <laughs> or, or what or you know whatever, then and I start getting used to seeing myself that way. Am I not going to feel like an imposter in my own body when I look in the mirror? Yeah, definitely. 
Nobody wants to take that. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Go ahead, Peggy. Um, I think you know that that's exactly where these statistics about body dysmorphia are coming from. Is that um, you know I think there was another study that was done that was uh, that asked uh, online users if they've ever done anything like that, and ninety percent of users actually said that they have, and that's including individuals like yourself who don't necessarily even know how to use the filters, but are doing something similar to that. I mean, all of these are. are they fall under the category of filters, whether it's, you know, uh, an effect on your iPhone or something that Instagram has put out or whatever else. And all of this is really bleeding into and uh, permeating the general beauty standards of our society. Not only you when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, but everyone, you're walking down the street and you're comparing yourself to the images that you're seeing day in and day out. Now, this isn't anything new. We've been dealing with this since the time of, you know, fashion magazines and TV and advertisement and all of these things. It's just, it's now been taken up a notch again because of the accessibility that we have to these new technologies. And the reality is that the technology is increasing so quickly that we're not even able to catch up to it in the sense of studying it. I mean, we can't catch up to it in medicine with plastic surgery, and we can't catch up to it in terms of academia to study the effects it has. And that's why we're having these conversations. That's why, you know, I myself, I look in the mirror some days and I'm like, oh, I, I, what do I look like? I don't look like myself because I'm used to seeing those beauty standards. Shane or Can Kusha? I say something? Yeah. But uh, Pega just brought something up that was really interesting. Um, Pega, you were saying that before we used to just look at magazines mm -hmm. and now it's different, but wouldn't you argue that before we used to look at magazines and all these supermodels and we were just observers always looking up, trying to like look like them, right? Or, or many, many people, mm -hmm. I'm not talking everyone. Yeah. But then now with, with the use of filter, I guess it, it kind of goes back to that empowerment thing that Jean was talking about in a way. Then maybe now with the use of these filters, people just now feel a little bit better or prettier or more confident to come in front of the camera or to, I don't know, it just. Yeah. I think I think it's a little uh, bit of until, both until we're until in the, you know yeah. until we're naked in front of the mirror. I mean that's the thing, right? Where I mean ultimately, ultimately you where where does imposter syndrome mm -hmm. come in? I mean even if you're, you know if if you I, to take this to the extreme. I mean I'm not someone who necessarily thinks I can depend on my looks for you know followers or something. But if I if you're someone who has become who's gained yeah. a huge following because of your quote unquote beauty, um, and maybe you are very beautiful, and you're using a lot of these filters and stuff, what happens when that beauty erodes? Or what happens when you realize you don't look like that? I mean, I'm, I'm just playing it out, and, and, and it seems like a, they're, bad, it, bad things. Well, yeah, you, I mean, you've probably seen it in your industry, Kusha, right? You like, this doesn't, and this doesn't, there doesn't it doesn't feel like we're going two steps back one step forward or something like that it's one direction mm -hmm. it's like more and more more and more filters to, uh, um, augmentation change whatever and the impact that that has on psyches has got to be something that we address no one thing I, that I, I go ahead Kusha, Kusha first then Shirin one thing that I've noticed, and this could be a little bit uh, unrelated, but one thing I've noticed in my own page is the minute I stopped using filters is the minute I became a lot more relatable mm. to people. And they actually, I think, liked me more all of a sudden. 
all of a sudden. And they actually realized that there wasn't really much of a difference because I always used filters. So once I took the filter off, they, you know, there wasn't much of a change there, but they took me a lot more seriously. Like what I said actually uh, was taken a lot more seriously for some reason, for some reason. And again, the filter that I use is not that it, it's very subtle. But what, what but do you, what do you, con- filter, oh. the, the response that I get is just overwhelming. What do you conclude from that? I, I I do think that people, it goes back to what I was saying, I think that people immediately think that when you don't use a filter, you're a lot more comfortable in your own skin. So what they what you say and how you act kind of is in alignment. Do you know what I mean? Whereas when I put the put the filter, and I, and, I, and I could feel the same way I could, you know, I, I, I do, again, I'm kind of a perfectionist. I really am, I, I admit it, and I'm kind of vain. And I do like to just for everything to look really pretty. I don't like to change the way I look, but I do like, I'm, I'm a photographer, I'm sensitive to lighting. So the filter that I use, it's as if I'm using really great lighting, like I'm using this ring light right now, okay? Um, but I think that when I don't use a filter, just people feel a little bit more of an authenticity there. They just feel like I'm okay. She's okay with her. She's cool. She's she's comfortable in her own skin. So what she says right now, I can, I can take seriously. Makes sense. Uh, to a certain, I mean, to a certain extent, makes sense. And also, I think that everyone's looking the same. I think these filters eventually, just with the plastic surgery, just with the makeup routines, just with filter, I feel like. Everyone's looking almost the same. That's a separate point. I want to get to that. Let me just, let's just hear Shireen on this. Shireen, what were you going to say first before we get to that point? Go ahead. Uh, There are a few things I took notes, uh, but um, where should I begin? The top of your notes. Pardon? The top of your note list. Shireen starts taking notes. (laughs) No, that's because I don't want to forget. Um, So basically... One thing is that I'm going to tell you about my experience with using filter or not using filter. And you are right, Pusha. I think the thing is sometimes I am very tired and I want to come on my um, series of dishwashing and talking uh, um, lives. And I put on a filter, but uh, at some point through the show, I take it off. And um, and I say before that, because I am very... um, friends and close with my followers and I say guys guys don't get scared I'm gonna take off the filter put up put off the filter and then majority of them say you look better without the filter Um, one that's one second is that um, what while I don't think so like they say that but I don't think so so the, the beauty is in the eye of beholder right but um, the other thing is magazines you talked about magazines and back in the day we saw them and they were like celebrities and stuff when i i I disagreed with my shaking my head not to disagree with everything you said but to disagree that people saw that and felt shit about themselves they just couldn't Mm -hmm. change it Mm -hmm. right but now they can change it whether virtually or in real life that's my point yes and and I think 
to go back to what Pega said to this that disagreed with what I say is that yes, blame you say no, I do blame people. Okay, blame people, but what's what? How is that going to solve anything? Blaming people, um, I think people like activists like there are so many people that i can make an example of uh show that listen i laugh at myself and i love myself and i am fine with myself i show you myself with filter and i show you myself without filter so this means that we can be a a unit i can be one but i can show have different aspects okay. of myself then the people that's why your followers are you know feeling closer to you and com more comfortable with you because they are like oh that's a human too i'm like me Kaga, you so they can relate yeah i mean i don't think you know i use the word blame but i don't think it's a matter of blame and i i don't think that's the part that we're focusing on i think the part that we're focusing on is the use of these things i mean there was a statistic that i was looking at and there's a, a bold glamour filter on tiktok that I love been, your statistics, by the <laughs> way. Thank you. That's been um, created with the help of AI. And I'm sure everyone here has either heard of it or seen it. Um, it's the one where even if you put your hand like in front of your face, it still bounces back so quickly. So there's no wavering in, in the effect. Um, and that has been used 129 million times worldwide. I mean, for that filter to have been used that many times... Again, I think it's a choice when we're waking up and we're putting on these filters, whether it's for five minutes or 10 minutes or every single photo, it, it's an active choice. And I think that's what I was referring to is that it's not so much about putting blame, but it's okay. just being mindful of the yes, fact that yeah, when yes, we're yes, yes, doing yes. You said it, choice, yeah, you said choice, it's, a, it's their choice and stuff. I would love to, I would love to talk about that for like the long run. But I don't think this is the place. But Gian, can we please talk about that? Like at some point? Uh, in another uh, yes, of course. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we've touched on. Because I think, because I think, when we say that's their choice, yes, that's their choice. But our brain sometimes works on autopilot. Mm -hmm. What what I've um, I'm I'm so grateful grateful for this conversation and for the um, the insights that uh, you all have have brought. What what feels like, if I can summarize albeit in a clunky way that what we've come to is it feels like it is the the push and pull the tug between creative self-expression and and some forms of empowerment and 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 um, self-assertion and the concern around um, affecting authenticity um, normalization of perfection and distortion of reality but there is one last thing before we wrap up that uh, Kusha you touched on that that I've been thinking about it, and it's funny that you went there because I, I wanted to end off with this uh, as it is, which is that, you know, the 21st century, I was going to say in the West, but really around the world, was is supposed to be about uh, the celebration of the unique. Everyone can be their own, you know, you be you, and the, uh, this progressive woke idea that everybody gets <laughs> to uh, express themselves and you know wear whatever they want and be whoever they want, and, and you little monsters, you can be whoever you want, uh, Lady Gaga will say, and yes, unique is, is now celebrated. And yet, I can't remember a time in my lifetime, at least, where everybody has looked so much the same to me like, like 
it's like I fucking like you know everybody basically at least when when people are trying they they you know you just it's a parade of people who are starting to look exactly the same and that's quite sad to me and so whether it's the surgeries or the makeup or the you know all the all the other things that we do as a society if these filters are con- just contributing to homogeneity, uh, contributing to this idea that we all just gonna look the same, then I'm not I'm not so into that. Who wants to take that up as a final point? Um, I'll just Me. go ahead, Pega, Pega, Shireen, Kusha, and then we'll wrap up. Go ahead. I'll just add to that that I agree with you, and I think that definitely is a trend that we're seeing. But it that really speaks to you know, beauty norms and societal views on beauty, we've seen yeah. that change over the course of history. You know, there there wasn't always the same definition of beauty. But if we're talking about these filters in particular... No, sorry. My point was, yes, of course, there's always... I mean, the, the beauty myth, there's... I mean, this is all... Throughout history, there's always been mm-hmm. a standard that everybody's aspired to. This was supposed to be the era where we celebrate the unique, where everybody gets to be who they want. That's my point. Right. I don't see that happening. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that, especially when you're looking at these filters, they're actually notorious for highlighting Eurocentric beauty features. And I think that's part of what's feeding exactly what it is that you're saying, where people are starting to look the same, and um, they're, whether it be through filters or plastic surgery or whatever else. Again, Shireen, thank you for saying you love my stats. Here's another one. Um, there was a statistic in a study done that actually showed that individuals are taking pictures of themselves using these filters and going to plastic surgeons and saying, I want to look like this. So this is where that that kind of copy-paste syndrome, if you will, is coming into play because we're using technology that is highly focused on one view of what beauty looks like, and we're saying this is the standard, and people are trying to make themselves look like that. Shireen and then Kusha. Okay. Um, copy-paste syndrome. Uh, yes, that's very interesting because uh, I was li- reading... The book, you know, Psycho-Cybernetics, if you read that, uh, he actually, this psychologist talks about it, that he used to be a plastic surgeon and he uh, says that a lot of people went to him saying that make me make me beautiful, handsome, whatnot, uh, so I can become confident and I made them the way they wanted to look like and nothing within changed. Um, so everything goes back from how you feel about yourself from within so if people want to copy paste because they think the idea they like the idea they see me on my instagram and say oh she is so confident let me go and get that haircut because that will give me that confidence and it's not going to do anything Uh, that's one thing and then i think um that's this whole everyone looks the same yeah looks the same um, that is sad, I agree. But also, maybe you should change the group of people that you follow. Well, around I, you. Well, I don't think well, that, okay. I think I'm, for, for me, saying that, I think I'm just making it overall. Um, I'm just. No, I talked. I, I, that, that you wasn't towards you, Kusha. Oh, no, 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 I know, I know. But because I brought it up first and I said, it just seems like, you know, when I go on the Explorer page, yeah. and yeah. listen, mm-hmm. the people that I follow are nothing like that. But when I go on the Explorer page, it's like that Instagram face, and I feel yeah, like yeah. there's 
all these races and they all look like a Kim Kardashian from mm-hmm. all these different races, right? So yeah, that's yeah. that's what so my whole point to that was I think after all these maybe after these couple of years, Pega mentioned, especially since the pandemic where the use of filters has become a little bit more prevalent. I think that now for me, just to wrap it up, I'm I'm kind of coming to the conclusion that maybe now in this world where everyone's looking the same, maybe it's cool if I my nose is a little bit bigger yeah. or my is not as symmetrical or my or my face is shaven (laughs) yes (laughs) shaven that one i can't agree with you know what i'm just i'm just me and i'm actually becoming a lot more comfortable with that even though i'm getting older and you know that there's a lot of pressure with that but you know what i'm gorgeous nicely said i'm a lot more comfortable in my own skin now and it's okay if my nose is bigger and it's okay if you know like i don't know i'm just thinking like now because that's so that's so everywhere. I think, you know, looking a little bit different is actually very charming. Mm-hmm. But so uh, I'm celebrating Sh- Shinjin, that's not, it's not, when you said the people I follow, uh, I changed the people I follow. First of all, how dare you? I'm not going to stop <laughs> following my Arsenal team. Uh, but secondly, uh, I'm talking about in general, like I, like just look at, look at the Golden Globes. I can't even tell, you know, actors and actresses, like I can't tell them the apart anymore. Everybody looks the same to Everyone's me. Everyone's the same. Yeah, it's But not... that's a trend, guys. Like it existed even back in the day. Muya gugushi mochoda would, everyone had gugushi style yeah. haircut. That's that's the trend. I, like, I have to agree with that. But, but, but again, we're supposed to be yeah, in the era. Yeah, different. but like things are changing. We, this is the century. This is the, the time of day-to-day change to technology everything's gets more accessible we have to just accept no. that that this no, is going to no happen. no the promise the I, I disagree the promise no Gian, the prom- you have to Shiri, look like a finish. duck the promise is the promise of the internet and the promise of the 21st century and the promise of progressive ideas and you know progress was was that we finally everybody gets to be you know unique and and all yeah. different sizes and shapes and races and all that would be it's not happening the the, the and, very technology is being used for us to all look the same that's my point that's yes but you are you are applying this to everybody not everybody is like well, of course that. not everybody I'm, i mean yeah that, then that's it again that's that's where I say no. It's not like it's everybody is looking the same. Everyone. Let me tell you something. Some people, some like people that. are brave enough to shave their face <laughs> in an era when others will say men should not <laughs> shave their face. So proud of you. <laughs> it's this episode was all about his beard. His beard. <laughs> exactly. Beard. He Somebody teach me the filters <laughs> to put the beard back on. I love you guys. You're the best. I, um, Akusha, thank you so much for making the time to do this. Shirin Jun, I know it's late in the UK. You're you're such you're you're such a dear friend to come on and be part of this. Thank you. I love your perspectives as ever. Smart Pega, Mercy. Thank you. I hope you guys Mark will come Pega back soon. Is really smart. We oh, love thank her. you. See, living up to her name, the stats, stats, Smart Pega, SSP. Gotta do it. Thank you, yeah. Shirin Jun. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye, Talk Kusha. to you later. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. All right. 
Give us your thoughts. Info at rookmedia.com. Info at rookmedia.com or just post on our platforms where we'll try and filter ourselves as much as possible. This is full time for Rook for today. Our website, rookmedia.com. Thanks to the amazing team who put this show together. Super Parisa, Smart Pega, Savvy Rohan, Bearded Omid, Talented Anahita, Methodical Kaveh. Back next week with Nimani. Thank you to all of you out there for supporting us and sharing our content. Do subscribe if you haven't done so already. Find me on Instagram at Gian Gomeshi, and as ever, Mizun Bashin. <laughs>